Previously on the Fantastic Worlds Podcast. At last, I hit something with a crit that was not a clockwork critter with mm. a scroll. Oh, and I am crit, though. in very fine spirits about it. Fly after her quickly and scarily, as always. <laughs> the big black wings and the cloak, just looking like a freaking vampire. So awesome. Eyes a little black. Eyes a little ba- black, but also flashing with the aurora. I imagine myself, I'm Bright Eyes from that song, you know. See this light <laughs> burst from his crotch area, I guess. She's just worn down, and her arm is a little shaky, and it just, like, goes into the wall behind Christiana instead <laughs> of into her heart, which is where Pippa was aiming. Every inch of his body is in pain. His path as a druid allows him to you know summon allies of nature at a whim he kind of calls upon that power to start pouring into this place and start the healing process as you do that you feel the the gem on your chest get very hot so hot that like it's kind of burning not like in a damaging way but like you need to take it off kind of burning i'll take it and um kind of loop it around his hand and just have it cradled in the center of his palm and we'll kind of look at it well even as you're doing that it gets even too hot to handle and i think at one point it just gets really hot suddenly so in a like a like an unexpected and you drop it and the moment it touches the ground a green flourish happens dreaming is perchance the closest one can get to death without fully sinking into the stillness. Hello, world travelers. It's Abby. Hi, world travelers. It's Dustin. We just came from recording episode six of Far Beyond the Stars, and we figured, hey, what the heck? We're both here. Why not do an intro together? Yeah, we have a lot of fun doing these together. We're friends. We like each other. (laughs) (laughs) Most days. Most days. (laughs) Only occasional irritation and murder and snappishness between the two of us. (laughs) Actually, and it's very few days thinking about it, thinking about our late, long time as friends. We just don't, we don't get in arguments that often. It's been seven years and I can really only recall two times that I actually was mad at you. And it was probably well-deserved madness too. So, yeah. you know. Oh, you know what? It's longer. It's been nine. It's been nine years. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Time. I don't understand it. <laughs> Especially in space. Especially in space. Anyway, uh, we are so fucking excited to share that show with you we have been talking theme song we've been getting character art made we've got so many plans this this show is really taking shape the story is so cool if i do say so myself i get to play a space cowboy and i mean come on yes a space cowboy that is so much part of a dream i've had since a little kid an incredible space cowboy you are too like jess is playing an anime cat girl just as she's always dreamed we've got a crystal person we've got a goo monster who's actually a nice grandma with six arms it's 
it's some wacky sci-fi nonsense. And it's it's going to be glorious. It is going to be glorious. I'm so excited to share this with everybody. Something else we wanted to bring up real quick uh, is we we forgot we forgot to mention this in our last episode release, or should I say, Dustin forgot because he was on intro duty. My fault. My bad. It's, it's all Dustin's fault. It's always my fault. It's all as usual. But we forgot to talk about our January donation. Dustin, do you want to make up for your lack? of good memorizing of things and tell the people who we donated to. Yeah, we uh, we donated to the Native American Rights Fund. I wrote down here the Native American Rights Fund Fund. The Fund Fund. The Fund Fund. It's a fund for funding. It's a fund for funding. And this was voted on by our patrons. And thank you so much for participating in that. Every month we're giving a dollar per patron to... Uh, a charity that all of our patrons get to vote on and decide where they'd like to see their money directed this month. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a nice way to make sure that we're still giving back and that people who are giving to us also feel like their money's being put toward things that are, you know, actually important. No matter how many patrons we have, we always give at least $50 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not quite to 50 patrons yet, but hopefully we will so we can start giving more. But we make sure that we at least give $50 a month to our the nonprofits that we choose. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to help us get to 50 patrons a month, or I don't know, more than that, more would be great. We we have a Patreon available at fantasticworlds.cash. We work really hard on our podcast it costs money to work really hard on our podcasts. And uh, we also have a whole podcast that is just for Patreon subscribers. And it's pretty fantastic itself. And it's so funny. It's so good. Jess ringmasters it for us. That little that little chaos monster that he is. And we all have an absolute blast during doing that show as well. So if you're interested and you like what we do... Go check us out, fantasticworlds.cash. Just to add on that, the the Patreon-exclusive podcast is called The Greatest Show on Earth, and it truly is one of the greatest shows on Earth. Outside of Far Beyond the Stars, and this show, I guess. (laughs) All of our shows are the greatest show on Earth. The greatest shows on on Earth. True facts. We just have one more uh, little item of business to get to um, before we move on with this week's episode. And you know how we were just saying how we work really hard on our podcast and it's it's really important to us that we always present you high quality shows in both story and in sound. Unfortunately, we were not able to do that for this week's episode. We had some technical difficulties that didn't become apparent until after the episode had finished recording. Uh, because of that, the quality of Angel's audio in particular is not typical of the same quality that you might have come to expect from us. Uh, we are only human and we make mistakes and we are uh, sorry. We we usually have many redundancies in place to check for this kind of thing to make sure it doesn't happen, but uh, shit happens, you know? So for that, we apologize and promise to do our best to make sure this doesn't happen in the future. Yeah, this, this was uh, something that we definitely want to make sure doesn't happen. Unfortunately, on the same day, we also recorded Greatest Show on Earth this day. So uh, that episode has the same issue. But after that, everything is, seems to be going okay. It's an aberration, a momentary failure. We slipped. We We're sorry. critically failed. We critically failed. Yes, we critically failed our audio check. Yes, we definitely rolled a one on that day. 
those two episodes. So bear with us, forgive us, and we will uh, probably not do that again for a very long time. Yes. Despite all that, it is still a wonderful episode. Yes. So good. <laughs> I'm going to present to you episode 94. So many men here's. Men here's. So many Man's men here. So many men, men here? Men here? So No, no. There weren't many men there. There were so no men, men there, actually. It's men here's. Gotcha. Those big Stonehenge things. Right. Sure. So uh, <laughs> how's Buon doing there sitting there blind? Um... Not well. Uh, Buon woke up. Woke up is in quotation marks because, you know, I revealed last episode that yeah. he is a half elf. So he's meditating the whole time. He's not actually sleeping. So he As we discovered. Yeah. So he just kind of is making himself aware of the situation. And it's kind of weird going from a meditative state to pure darkness again, but more fully aware. He's a uh, I feel like this experience with him is humbling. I saw him as a little arrogant at first, um, definitely a little bit. He thought he was the smartest person in the room. He <laughs> is a lot of the times. <laughs> but this whole ordeal, I was thinking of this as as the crucible moment for Buon. He's really being reforged into something that was different than him than he was when he entered into here. And I think that's really interesting. I think it's going to take him to some places that um, will make him strong enough to look back on his past instead of running from it, I think, in the future. He's seeing this as, all as a test from Sukiyomi, from his Jadwiga family, from a great beyond. He doesn't know, but he's fighting it. He's growing from it. I believe one of you has a solution to Buon's blightness. Isn't that right there, Jess? Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't me. Yeah. I double I, I double checked. And you know, Logan, as you were saying that, Abraxas is an early riser. He never realized that, you know, you don't really sleep and he has his like morning business. He tries to get up before the uh, before the sun rises and he has his own cycles. Now you're hearing kind of like all that setup noises without mm. like what is that clangy and what's that? Yeah. I'm trying to like picture what those noises look like, eyes closed, you know. Um, stretching mm. out, you know, uh, raking talons across the stone to sharpen mm. them a bit, rummaging through his pack for spices, metals, you know, stuff clanging together. As, um, and it was interesting to think about when you were mm. kind of talking about this kind of transformation. And I imagine that Buon doesn't really, he's not quite placing every sound as he thinks he should because his ear was just sliced off yesterday. Oh so maybe it's not working quite as well as it should be. And so <laughs> this lack of information is probably messing with him, but he's doing his best to save face and keep going. He's looking forward to summoning Kuneho again. So here's the, here's the oh, thing. No. Oh, God. I have misread this spell. Unfortunately, it has only worked once, so I only cheated once. <laughs> but what it means is that I can't do anything for you. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Okay. So what you're saying is that boss or that big fight you had a while back, she could have escaped in the darkness. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it only works on spells with the light descriptor, which 
I, you know, makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. It makes so much sense. I was like, why does this dispel magic? This was my question. I would I would be reading it. I was like, why, do, why does this dispel magic? Well, I just think it's funny also because you dealt with a light fight mm-hmm. that that spell would have probably been perfect for <laughs> um if if the spell was was light based and the dc for dispelling it was low enough i guess mm-hmm. but but i i don't think it can dispel a light well unless that's like a spell oh know? yeah probably not there's nothing no there was no details on whether or not the low the light other yeah than it, it, was it really only it really only does like mundane light sources um and then dispels spells that have light descriptors well, well, I guess but. this goes back to Buwan and does can Oopsie. Buwan see through Kuneho's eyes at all? Oh yeah, bond senses. As a standard action, I can share my Eidolon senses while on the same plane. Ugh. Oh, but you then you as a standard action, that means you you basically have to use a turn to examine the field and then use your next turn to cast something. Yeah, I can use this ability a number of rounds per day equal to my summoner level. So, I can do it 8 rounds per day so so what you're saying is is cuneo's kind of inhibited too because he also has to be your seeing eye dog seeing eye rabbit mm-hmm. i mean as long as as long as cuneo is in like a safe place and then it's activated cuneo can still act and then i just have to eat one turn of activating it yeah and then i can do things all right okay well that's gonna make so an interesting nice. fun day for y'all it was uh, but thank you <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, but not fun. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, okay, well. Uh, oh, boy. All where right. Do all, where do you all want to go? Uh, well, first, I summon Kuneho back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, whoever has a cure mo- light wounds, if you can heal Kuneho, he's, they are down 30. HP. I have a cure moderate wounds potion. Uh, anything else you want to do to prepare before you head out? I mean, Pippa's going to go through her usual morning preparations of she's going to put her wands in her belt in the loops, check them, make sure she's going to recharge. I think I want some charges back on Fireball. 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 She's going to go ahead and she's going to put uh, 1d3 charges back on the Fireball wand, make sure that's in her belt. She's got her rod of empowerment on there as well. I got two charges back. I think you see Buon summoning Kuneho facing a wall instead of facing an open space. Uh huh. <laughs> trying real hard. Um, and so Kuneho is resummoned and they're a little squished up against the wall and they're giving, and they're giving Buon like a little look. Be like, what the hell, man? <laughs> he accidentally summoned Kuneho into the wall. He's dead. He yeah. until- <laughs> no. Not um, again. But I think you see Buon grab onto Kuneho's fur and just close his eyes and be like, "You, they will be my eyes." That's gonna have to do. Until then, can can we do anything for you? Is there anything else we can do to help? In the middle of a battle, uh, pull me to safety. Well, sure. And then point me at the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Or keep me safe, and I can enhance you. I can make I can make that work. Yes, I'll, I'll make sure you're turned in the right direction. Yes. Have you seen the movie Ghost? <laughs> <laughs> just just do that for me. Be oh, my Patrick you want me Swayze. to Patrick Swayze? You, mm-hmm. I got it. Well, yes. I'm happy to perform that office. I am your Demi Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Buon, 
you in danger, girl. No. <laughs> you make it great to me more. Who's going to be Whoopi? Oh, well, Abraxas, obviously. <laughs> Wasn't Whoopi a fortune teller? I think that'd be more a drama to... <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah plus, sure, that's right. she was like a fake medium who suddenly she was a turned into medium, a yeah. real medium because she could <laughs> see Patrick Swayze. That's more like yeah. uh, Pip of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so I guess somebody else is going to have to be Patrick. That actually probably should be I'll a be Patrick. come to think of it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, Andromeda is It's Patrick. Andromeda. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great. Well, I'm glad we've got this part figured out. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of Abraxas, sorry, one more point of business. Braxis, you going to make everybody breakfast? Can you make us soup again? Oh, I yeah. need the oh soup God, bonus porridge. literally saved our lives a lot. <laughs> he was cutting up some scallions. He had uh, chilled using, um, you know, his frosty touch to keep the vegetables chilled. Um, mm-hmm. So he was cutting up scallions where he's like, oh, he, you know, he remembered, uh, you know, Cuneho was injured and was doing his wand business you know, off camera, but uh, he's like, oh, oh my goodness. And he rushes back over to finish chopping up uh, vegetables, twirling them in the pot. Um, I call this one. Oh, I need a good. What's the last thing? What meat did we pick up as last? Centaur? We would not eat Ardesia. Yeah, no. No. We act all outraged as if Abraxas doesn't eat the flesh of our enemies every time we fight. I know. God. Maybe you've eaten some of the enemies yourself as he's put all the meat in a single pack. Like, uh, uh. you haven't noticed before. I call this Mystery one meat. secret Mystery ingredient meat. stew. It's Calgary. It's It's Anna's hag. Hey, you know, you, you gotta do what you gotta do when you're in a witch statue dungeon. <laughs> Place. She at least came pre-season. She's anise flavored. I was about to say, uh, anise cooking uh, trivia, you could replace anise with an anise hag. Yeah. <laughs> how how, how my... easy is that? I hope well, you folks hack. don't mind a little pepperiness. Well, I have written down a skill challenge for this, because as I said, this is something that goes up with time. So roll me your cooking and let's see if you pass it. He's going to do a little swirl with his fingers and tap the spoon anyway. He's also imbuing himself with guidance for a plus one bonus to see just to get as much of the... I'm going to use my rainbow dice. This is too important. I need us to survive. (laughs) Although this prismatic... Okay, I'm not going to use a rainbow dice. There's this little prismatic purple one I haven't tried yet. Don't don't fail me. Oh, 18. Sweet. Uh, That's 27 total. Woo. This is the number I rolled, which was a 22 fact this is your best culinary masterpiece to date uh there's really nothing like more emotionally fortifying too than having a really good meal mm-hmm. before you're about to begin a hard day so i think maybe that's also where the bonus comes in abraxas you realize probably part of it is the water that got cleansed by you it's so pure and high quality h2o that it just made a really delicious soup He's expanding every time, so now he's going for presentation as well. He puts these little, <laughs> little sugared petals. Hey, Pippa, check out these accoutrements. Oh, my. Or whatever the Galarian equivalent is. He's trying to be super fancy. Oh, my goodness. If I didn't think that your talents would be absolutely wasted on it, you could absolutely get hired as, like, a professional chef. You have got, like, <laughs> this is incredible. I love Puff. A little blush. Andromeda's eating really fast. 
<laughs> just slurping it down, making a happy, happy face. Where do you all want to go from here? When we were talking about it last episode, I think it was down that hallway, the one closest to us, that we hadn't mm. hadn't traversed. As you begin to walk up these stairs, you travel for quite a while. I would say you travel for almost a mile up a set of stairs. Uh, so a lot of a lot of climbing. If you guys weren't in shape, this would be you all would probably be pretty out of breath at this point. It's a good thing we've been doing some hardcore walking for a couple of months now. <laughs> and attack calisthenics. Oh, and yoga. Remember, Yoga Braxis has this little and every yoga. Friday. Every Friday is our Yoga Braxis guys, session. You're so bougie. Andromeda just lived in the woods by herself and foraged for food. So I know, and that's deeply sad to Pippa. She's determined to show her the finer way. <laughs> Live by herself and cut human flesh into baskets. Uh, let's not worry about that. <laughs> Sorry, what? It feels like you have been walking forever, and you there probably even a point where you're, is there any end to the stair, these stairs? And finally, some light opens up. This broad, natural cavern that arcs upward, forming a narrow crown high above the cavern floor. In the center of the cave stands a ring of worn, moss-covered menhirs, uh, their inward faces carved with mystic symbols. So many menhirs. No, there's only two. <laughs> there's only two menhirs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it took me, that one took me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I would have laughed a lot if I had gotten it immediately. I would have laughed so much harder. I, wa- I need you to know that, Logan, because I don't want to. I know, you know. <laughs> don't, what is what is the men here? Those are the the Stonehenge things. Oh, mm. sure. Okay, cool. Thank you. I had Real- no idea. It was like a word that just blanked out in my brain. With the, you guys, <laughs> we first mentioned the men here on the last battle because they surrounded mm. the one and had the and frost giant. I giants. totally forgot that word in between now and today. <laughs> <laughs> How dare Sh- you? <laughs> gone. <laughs> Who can blame you? I just can't, can't do it. Can't blame yeah. me. <laughs> well, I guess um, Abraxas is going to turn back into... He'll go to man form, wintry hair, uh, still disheveled because he forgot to to groom it this morning. And the (laughs) hustle and bustle and the shock of Buon's condition, concentrating on, you know, his culinary creation, he just forgot. So it's just crazy, crazy white hair. It looks like a mad scientist. (laughs) Buon, give me a, give me a second. Abraxas is going to go forward and investigate very slowly the men here's. He's going to go investigate the men's and uh, see if there's any similarities to the last place that we're at. It does have some similarities. Buon with Cuneho. Basically, you know that the runes on these stones are different because what these represent is uh, the gifts of new life and the passage from motherhood into a time when one's children depart from home. So basically it resembles mm-hmm. it resembles the cycle of being a mother. So one end it's like being pregnant, giving birth, and then a child growing up and eventually leaving the nest is basically what each of these stones represent. Buon conveys, conveys all this information to the party. As you all are looking at this, you hear a whisper. The witch tree tells me your friends of Baba Yaga. Andromeda screams. (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) (laughs) 
was there. <laughs> like, well, friend is a strong word, but sure. To whom are we speaking, please? I am no friend of Cagriel, but I do not seek death. Do you promise peace if I reveal myself? Can I'm going to roll a perception check to look around the room, see if I... We killed Cagriel. Boop. Yep. No, I sure don't. Not even with my bonus, probably. No. Cagriel is dead. Her coven is still around, and they seek me and hunt me constantly because I did not wish to join their group. Mm. We are no friends of that coven. Okay. You see this purple-skinned... You can tell she is a hag of some sort uh, with these long horns that that slope back around her head. She has this long, wispy, dark hair, and she's wearing a purple cloth over her body. And she seems both somebody who may hold tremendous power, but is coming off as very timid. My, my name is Nostafa. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you. Well met, Nostafa. He's about to introduce himself. He's like, oh, she's so witchy looking. I don't want to give my name to a witch. <laughs> Hey, he's trying uh, to fight the bigotry. It's it's a it's a, it's a challenge for him. He's working on it, but you know, he's not a perfect he's not a perfect being. Cagria's coven is constantly at war with Jadrika, trying to let the evil into the womb of our our Atroja. We can't let that happen. Baba Yaga sent me here. I am her trusted confidant. I am the only one she trusted. She said if anyone ever entered the cavern that seemed to be a friend of Baba Yaga, I should give her this. And she sets a bottle on the ground and a necklace and what looks like to be a stone on the ground and then backs away like 10 feet. I understand this place is full of people who will wish to harm you. Please accept this as, as my peace offering to show that I will not do that. And then she sits down on the ground and waits. Uh, warily detect magic. Two of them detect magic, and one doesn't. It just seems like a very elegantly decorated stone. One is evocation, and one has uh, transmutation magic. Yeah, I let the group know that they do detect magic. My arcana is plus 13, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll do a sense motive. Okay. I'm not going to touch them. I'm just looking closely. Oh, that's going to be a flat 30. Uh, and what did you get with your sense motive? 22. Okay, you seem that, that she seems very um, truthful in what she's saying. Um, and then Andromeda, I'm going to say you probably can't get too much of a look without picking them up. But one appears to be a necklace of fireballs. Ooh. Her eyes light up. <laughs> <laughs> Pippa is going to cautiously approach and... And say to Nostafa, all right, you're going to have to back up a little bit. Walk us through it. Nostafa, is it? Yes. Who's Jadriga? She's the caretaker of the, the statues, the mother, the maiden, and the crone. I see. And you're one of her people. No, I'm one of Baba Yaga's people. So many uh, so many people seem to be making that distinction lately that we've bumped into in here. Well, this was created by Baba Yaga. But Jadriga's not one of Baba Yaga's people. 
Jadrika is the caretaker of, of these facilities for Baba Yaga. That is a very interesting distinction. You must understand that there are those of us who are willing to serve Baba Yaga, and there are those of us who, who serve Baba Yaga because at one point we asked for something, and in return, her servitude was what she requested. I see. Mm. So there's direct service, and then... Triple A. Taking care of the... <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just, you're taking care of this on her behalf. Exactly. Okay. I serve Baba Yaga directly. Jadrinka also serves Baba Yaga directly. You may have ran into her. She does not like to give her name out. That wouldn't have been uh, uh, someone who gone by the name of Missy. I, I don't know what name she chooses to use, but Missy sounds a very uh, Jadrinka name. Does she speak in a southern mm, accent? Sometimes when she feels like it. It's Jadrinka. Well, is- <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I, I put two and two together. <laughs> Buon's our smart guy. <laughs> well, while they're talking, <laughs> Andromeda is treating yeah. this moment as just boring adult stuff. And so she's picked, <laughs> she's picked up the bottle and is uh, examining it closer. Pippa's kind of got one eye on her. <laughs> uh, it's just a normal bottle and it's corked. Okay, so I can't find anything out with my uh, check? Uh, what you find out is it's a bottle of messages. Oh. Oh, a little mm. pre-recorded Ooh. thing. Cool. That's cool. Oh, I bet it's from, I bet it has a message from Baba Yaga like, this is contingency plan A. I've been captured and am not in this castle. Find my MacGuffin. <laughs> See you soon, adventurers. I bet you're wondering what you're doing here. This, this whole AP is very much the princesses in another castle. Yeah, mm-hmm. except it's not that. a princess. It's a horrible, evil, <laughs> it's, old crone. It's a horrible, old witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a message inst- for my <laughs> new slaves. <laughs> Please. Happy, <laughs> oh, my minions. Yeah, no, you're accurate. my only Absolutely. <laughs> That's just a guess, though. It could be... It could be a puzzle or something. Ooh, I hope it's a puzzle. I think we're supposed to break it. <laughs> oh, I don't or, remember. Or you could just take off the cork. Does that work? <laughs> okay, let me, Andromeda, let me do it just to, just to be safe. Well, I probably would know that, so I wouldn't have even oh. said it in the first oh. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess you did have the 30 uh, Arcana. Is yeah, it dog, safe I to know open? stuff. Is it safe to open Andromeda? <laughs> Eh, it seems fine. I'm going oh. to open it. All right, all right. <laughs> As okay. you open it, you hear from the bottle, If you hear these words, my own blood has betrayed me. Jedrika has one key, the other lies in the eon pit. Follow my trail. Eon pit. Eon pit. What a ridiculous oh, name. <laughs> okay. I love it. Love it. Love that. Also, what does that remind me of? Like, I'm trying to think of, like, the voice that Dustin was doing. Well, the last time you said, when I did Baba Yoga's voice, you thought it sounded like, what's his name from Deep Space Nine? Uh, Grand Nagus. Yes, thank you. Oh, it, <laughs> yes, uh, that absolutely sounds, it, this exact, this sounds like something that Zek would make us all do. Follow my trail. It'll be very profitable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dear. Oh, 
I'm giving myself the vapors. You see, Nostafa, I've held onto that bottle for so long wondering what it was going to say. And <laughs> she kind of gets a smile. It's a little concerning. Now I'm worried about by my friend. Why is she gone? The Praxis is going to whisper to Buon, Hey, she was betrayed by her blood. Who's, uh, who's the reigning, uh, who's the reigning queen right now? The name escapes me. Of Erison. Elvana? This is not good information. You say that Baba Yaga is betrayed by blood. She needs our help. Here's the thing, too. I'm sure along the way you have gotten a lot of less than savory opinions about Baba Yaga. But think of it this way. If someone can foil Baba Yaga, imagine what they could do. The winter of Irisin is unnatural at best, but... In the thousands years, it's never left the borders of Irisin since since Baba Yaga's disappearance. That winter has spread beyond the borders of Irisin. Hmm. Have you guys put together the fact that those doors might be open elsewhere around the world yet? Uh, Abraxas is um, figure they might be, especially since why why open in one area if you're. If you've conquered an entire continent, I and mean, he thought it was Baba Yaga right from the get-go, but, you know, that's not the case once they continue their travels. There's definitely, that can have been the only portal. And again, that border, that magic has been contained in that that country for, you know, a thousand plus years. It's unnatural, it's horrible, the witches do crazy things, but at least their evil's been contained. Now it's spilling everywhere, you know, um, Taldor was in danger. They closed that portal, mm-hmm. but um, well, I guess he can say the rest in houses. This he looks at everybody and puts a like a, a hand on on Buon because no, Buon won't know that he's looking at him. Um, <laughs> this does not bode well for Galarian. Of unchecked, that winter, unnatural winter, can spread throughout the world. No, this is dire information. <sighs> well, where is the Eon Pit? Just keep following the trail. Um, I, I can't promise you there won't be more more things in your way, but if you follow the trail, and she gulps at the realization that Baba Yaga is gone and what might be coming for them too at some point, uh, she but you should be able to get to the Eon Pit this way. Will you not assist us? Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a mess. I deliver messages. I am not a fighter. What can you tell us about Jadriga and how we can get her key? Jadrinka is a follower of Baba Yaga. If she knows that, that you are on this journey, she will help you. What is this stone? This stone is just a, an object of value to help you on your quest. It's a heart stone, and it's worth 2,000 gold. Oh, holy Toledo. Never say that Baba Yaga never gave you anything. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, yeah. She gave us these great tattoos. At what cost? (laughs) That was so expensive. (laughs) Andromeda's going to pick up the necklace of fireballs carefully and (laughs) hold it in Pippa's direction. What type is it? Is it just type one? It's type two. Ooh. What can you tell us about what's to come in this dungeon? Do you have any knowledge of its layout, uh, insight, or answers to puzzles, uh, artifacts? A, 
A spell of cure blindness. Oh my goodness, Harold, I completely <laughs> forgot. Do you... <laughs> uh, uh, Abraxas looks so embarrassed that he would just completely forget. <laughs> you have any magic, yes, any magics or elixirs, any knowledge of anything that can remove uh, blindness caused by magic. I would be much more effective in helping Baba Yaga if I could see. <laughs> But you know, no big. <laughs> you know, sight. I mean, I'll, I'll deal with it. Yes. It's fine. <laughs> she does not have anything that will remove your thing. Good luck on your journey. I I wish you a, I wish you a safe one. I'm sorry I can't do more to help. But Pippa's all have our the parts. necklace that she just put around her neck. She's like, this is actually going to be very helpful. We have destinations in mind. Yeah. Let's go to the Eon Pit since it's right up the hall. <laughs> It's nice, uh, nice to find, nice to have a little direction, I suppose. Although, I was kind of hoping that we wouldn't have to save the whole world. Well, I'm <laughs> gonna go down swinging as an enchanted servant. I'll go down swinging and save the world. If Baba Yaga has left us a trail, that means that we've likely got a, a much longer journey ahead of us than we were thinking. It's almost like you have three and a half more books to go. Uh, almost. Hmm. I hope that um, the last three books are us just like, we've saved the world, we finished this book, we saved the world, and then we're like, chill, now it's time to party. And then yeah, we just like yeah. three whole books of we do a whatever. Party mechanic. <laughs> party mechanic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Being a punk band. Yeah. Mm, oh, there you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's become even more necessary to find this horrible old witch as soon as possible, so. Mm-hmm. To the Eon Pit, if we can <laughs> to find it. As you say that, she disappears. Not what? It was very nice meeting you, Nostafa. Yeah, we were going to thank you. It was nice meeting you as well. You just hear oh, it echoing oh, in the room. <laughs> you know, I, I thought you around. were a ghost at first. <laughs> Is she still here? She's invisible. Also, I was like, what a hag. Oh, they're still here. I thought it was a. I get, he's even more embarrassed that he, he forgot to snip around the chambers. Uh-huh. He got so distracted by the men here. He he got so distracted by the men here that he forgot to uh, uh-huh. sniff around. <laughs> All thirsty wolf. But Buon hasn't summoned Fang Thrasher yet, Ooh. Braxis. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Don't remind me. He's going to get all, all warm. <laughs> A strange forest of dark, lifeless trees fill the expansive natural cavern twisting upward towards the ceiling high above. In the center, you see a humanoid creature meditating in the lotus position in the center of the cavern. Appearing as a six-armed woman with three fanged faces, she guards the passage. Please tell me there's a picture of this. Oh, oh I'm picturing... It sounds tight. Canine sounds face. amazing. <laughs> I was like, what kind of fang? Vampire fang? Canine fangs? <gasps> wow, that is cool. Oh, yeah, that's totally Hindu-inspired. Yep. Hindu yeah, absolutely. Well, And those aren't really fangs. Those are more like tusks. Pippa, you also hear this meow, meow, clawing at the from the, the migrant oh, box. Shit, Ar- yanks the locker out of her bag and opens it real quick and goes, I'm sorry, I apologize. I even laid out food for you last night and everything, and I, you know, forgot. Feeling better? <laughs> meow. Purr, 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 purr. I can't tell you how weird it is to hear cat meows coming out of my face, but you seem like you're doing 
fine. She like strokes the hair on top of her own head, her mirrored head. <laughs> the only place that has hair on her body. The only place that has hair on it. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be able to get used to that. <laughs> Braxis whispers and shudders God. like, oh, God. <laughs> So what do you all wish to do? Yoo-hoo! Oh, Lord. Okay, perhaps we just go around. Do you mind if we uh, scooch past you? Say nothing of that, of you agree. <laughs> hey, perfect. Can we do that wide berth around them? <laughs> That's what I was thinking, is we just like skirt around the edge, uh, like against the wall while watching her. <laughs> just okay. scooch by. You can try it for sure. Oh, she's huge. She takes up four squares. One of many times that I have been uh, bothered by not having uh, detect alignment a- anymore. Mm-hmm. God, I miss being Manette <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Manette was a very useful, uti- like all-purpose utility character. Or just, you know, just a paladin in general. Just mm-hmm. knowing. Is you evil? <laughs> they'd be they'd go up to them like hey we're passing through whether you want to or not <laughs> just, just barrel through move kick <laughs> move aside shield slam like, are you wearing jewelry you look like a noble to me I don't like you backhand slap <laughs> rich bastard oh I made myself sad <laughs> <laughs> me too we have to stop doing okay this. moving on moving on <laughs> What if this lady is just Manette reincarnated? Oh, Jesus. I immediately set up a shrine to start worshipping her then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the church of Manette begins here. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. I think okay. we can navigate this. Tenses up a little bit and poof. Fur just explodes everywhere and becomes hybrid. Hybrid Abraxas. Pippa gets a little fur in her mouth. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. She's like a poof. It's like a little tuft if it came off. Like, ugh. All right. You all start journeying through, and you seem to pass her without too much trouble. And then all of a sudden, you look over, and she's gone. And then you look back down the pathway, and she teleports right in front of you all. Roll for initiative. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I mean, we tried, to, we tried to be nice. We did try. Who won? What'd you get? I got 18. Andromeda? 25. Ventite. Cinco. Pippa? 14. And Abraxas. Uh, 15. As per usual, Andromeda, you're up first. By the way, when you look at her, she is levitating off the ground. What? Uh, 10 feet. I'm going back to a classic. And I'm going to attempt a chain maneuver. Nice. The chain materializes. Betwixt my two hands. Ooh, betwixt. Betwixt, huh? Change, change, change. <laughs> and change. as it is forming, it is already flying towards her and continues to form in midair as it try entangle. That's going to be a 28 against CMD, which I don't expect to do anything. As, as the chain comes for her, she does this just step back and the chain slides by her and falls to the ground and then dissipates. Is that in your turn there, Andromeda? Yep. You see her stick her oh, fingers out as a pattern of rainbows come flying out of her hands. And it's going to hit Andromeda since she was the first to attack and Buon because it's a 20-foot radius. 
And the rainbow just stays there. It hangs over you guys like a cloud. And I need each of you to roll me a will save. Oh, God. 26. 18. Uh, Buon, you failed. Oh, God. Fucking damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm keeping that colorful expletive in. You feel yourself enveloped with the love of the rainbow, and it just fascinates you. And you, and I think, Pippa, you look over and you just see the string of drool run down Buon's cheek as he is completely fascinated by this creature. He's going to get those Skittles. <laughs> He's <laughs> tasting the rainbow. How long is the effect for? Man, Buon, you're taking the heat this last couple of battles. I am. Just all over the place. 12 rounds. Anyone can shake me free. Yep. Of being fascinated uh-huh. as a standard action. Yep, it just loses their term to do something. Speaking of Buon, Kuneo's up because Buon can't do anything right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Buon's just going gaga for this new uh, pop sensation of levitating in the air. Six arms. I think Kuneo's just going to reach over and shake Buon. And that snaps Buon out. Yeah, and then Kuneho, I guess, will... Good bunny. Good little bunny. Guard Buon, because that's the only thing that they would do. Okay. Abraxas, you're up. This creature is nothing. Rally my pack. And he lets loose a... (laughs) With that, everybody feels invigorated, as if they were raised by wolves themselves. All of them are... Mowgli, they have flashback images of running through the woods, loping through the mountainside, and with that, they are relieved of any fatigue or exhaustion, and then moves all our initiatives to the top of the initiative order, my friends. What? Shit! That is insane. This spell is is called Saint Britannia's Rally. I'm calling it Abraxas's Rally. Oh yeah, raising their position to the top of the initiative order and granting them a plus one morale, which means the stacks, bonus on attack rolls. So we get a plus one on attack rolls and we get a plus one on saving throws against fear effects. So we're at the top of the initiative. So this person is now going last. After that, Howl invigorates his pack, filling them full of energy. He is just going to do a little soft step right in front of Andromeda and be at the ready as best as they can be. Be the storm, my pack. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it is Pippa's turn. Go for it, Pippa. I'm ready to rock and roll. Buon's been shaken out of his drooling phase, so don't Mm. need to take that action. Um... Dustin, what are these little, like, hill things? Are they these hills? Are the, these are the dead trees I explained that were the reaching up into dead the ceilings. Trees. That's right. Well, you know what, what my girl Pippa is going to do? She's going to hide behind the closest tree. <laughs> <laughs> and is going to use one of her brand new fireball spells from her Ooh. necklace. She's going to light this amazing looking creature up. I got a 19 natural. So that is a 33. Okay. You take half damage because damn, that worked good. (laughs) Well done. You. It's a terrible (laughs) roll. She takes two points of damage 
as this spell flies, I guess like, because the spell is contained in the necklace. So I imagine that Pippa fingers the bead that she wants to use, plucks it off the chain and chucks it (laughs) at this creature. And she's too excited. She misses, but it still explodes. Andromeda, you're up at the top of the list again. What would you like to do? I'm going to reach out to Abraxas and uh, I'm casting Guidance. Oh, yes. So you can get your plus one bonus on uh, an attack saving throw or skill check. Gotta choose before which one you're going to use it on. I'll probably use a saving throw because I need them. (laughs) Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I reach out and, and sort of clutch my hand into a fist and purple sheen uh, surrounds you and then sinks into you. Just an, a little invigoration. You've got this. And that's all I can do. Unfortunately, I really don't have many options. Buon, you're up. Buon yells out, what does this creature look like? Oh, this creature has six arms. It's a humanoid uh, female in appearance. Uh, their garb color red and teal. Um, cloth, maybe mm. they look uh, like they belong to a monastic order. Their weapon uh, appears to be in a monastic order. They have, some of their hands have stabs. They have a curved blade of sort. Um, almost uh, an elongated kukri. A hooked um, scythe weapon. They have tusks. And they are adorned with a, a golden uh, type crown. Three heads. I count four heads. Mm. But two right, legs. With that, I'm going to roll in knowledge planes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I rolled a 12, so it's a 29. Damn. Oh, damn. Uh, yes, this creature is known as Absunda uh, Asura. They Bless tend you. to be attracted to destruction. This is a destructive pres- creature. It's an Asura built for war. Any weaknesses? <laughs> I was like, what are their vulnerabilities? Uh, <laughs> it's more of a what does it, what does hurt it kind of situation. What does hurt it? Then? <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you continue to level up. <laughs> How do we <laughs> kill stop it? Having weaknesses. <laughs> what you do know is this is a creature built for speed. So because of their art, because of their multiple heads, they can't be flanked. They can cleave. They can use their multiple hands. No to wonder its attacks. reflex save was so good. Ugh. What else does Buon and Kuneo do? Uh, Buon reaches out to Kuneho's fur and uh, he imbues Kuneho with a little bit of the Aurora magic as he casts Enlarge Person. Oh, shit. So now I won't have to necessarily jump to reach punch. Just punch. Um, and then Kuneho is going to go forward and keep going. Uh, just go up and step in front of Abraxas. Slam the Asura. Oh, that was a nat 17. So that's a 30. Okay. Totally Thank God, a 30 hits. <laughs> One of you ride Abraxas, one of you ride me as a dino, and we'll just run. <laughs> and then Dustin Kuneho's uh, weapons are both ghost touch and magic. 14 points of 
bludgeoning damage, magical and What's Cuneo's alignment? Uh, neutral, I believe. Okay. Oh, Jess, that has alignment damage reduction. Yeah. Shit. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> God, that's, I was it. like, mm, deep frown. Nobody's good here, right? I am. Visible Grimace. <laughs> okay, that, that you got four points of damage. Good job there, Cuneo. Four points of damage? Oh Wait, Pippa's good, I'm good. Yeah, Pippa's good aligned. Anything else going on? No. No, that's all I got. True neutral. Okay. Abraxas, you're up. Oh, I'm up. Oh, I'm up already. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Um, uh, yes, I knew exactly what to do. <clears throat> Abraxas, he brings his clawed hands up in the air. Like they just don't care. Like I just don't care. No, it's just right in front of him, and he's focusing on it. And again, it's almost from the earth. Uh, tar starts collecting into his uh, palm again. He blows on it, it. It ignites, and he throws it at the beast. 27 for touch. That will be a hit. Oh, thank goodness. The ball of tar, which I specifically uh, select because it has no uh, spell resistance, in case you were wondering. He hurls the ball of tar, uh, splashes against the creature, uh, doing a total of eight points of fire damage. And now also the, it's coated with tar. So it's going to do a die four each round for the next two rounds. But in the meantime, they're going to take a negative two penalty to dex during the next two rounds. Black is totally your color. And that ends their turn. Pippa, you're up. So seeing how completely soaringly easily this creature managed to duck her fireball spell earlier, she's going to go with what she knows never misses. Ever. <laughs> Ever. It has hit every time. So she summons three magic missiles from the depths of her magical, beautiful soul. Yes. And fires them out. So that plus Masoop bonus, that will be 11 points of damage. You're whittling her down there, Pippa. The bolts shoot into her and you see these small little openings where the tar is hit, like where the magic missile has just like little spread it out a little bit. It hasn't dissipated the tar, obviously, but you definitely tell it's sunk in. Good job. Does that end Pippa's turn? Yeah, outside of her just screaming, what is this thing even doing down here? <laughs> <laughs> she was obviously meditating and we messed up her meditation so cycle. So she can do a destruction cycle on us. It's just fucking fabulous. Mm-hmm. A natural 20 she rolled, so she definitely passes her concentration check. She moves. She teleports way far away, so she gets some breathing room. You see the rainbow move from where it was to over uh, uh, Kuneho and Abraxas, so I need you both to roll me a uh, will save. Ooh, I gave you that plus one. You might want to use it now. Oh, yep. Plus, I have the... Um the little sippy bonus, so I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's why I totally went with, oh, 18. Oof, you didn't need it, but, uh, you know, better to burn it. Burn it if you got it. 18 total. So I, I got 20 total. Okay, Cuneo uh, fails. Corbin, and no. it's fascinated, but Abraxas is okay. Wait, is this an enchantment spell or effect? It's a mind effect. Yep, so now Cuneo is the drooling, blobbing mess. Oh, I imagine God. Buddy Drool is very cute. Uh, oh. Well, it's also like 
It's like death bunny drool. Oh, big death bunny. Yeah. Andromeda, <laughs> you are up. What you going to do when they come for you? A glowing path of purple and aurora flashing light surrounds us. And by us, I mean Abraxas and myself for right now. A big glowing circle all around us that will heal us should we end our turn within them, as you well know. Uh, Then I will just run over to where Kuneho is and stand near them. Ooh, it wastes two people's turn. That's awesome. Does that end Andromeda's turn? Yes. Speaking of which, Buon, you are up. Buon senses Kuneho's fascination and just sprints forward. Blindly. <laughs> Blindly, <laughs> pushing pushing Abraxas out of the way and knocks into Kuneho. Wake them up from the fascinated condition. All right. And that's pretty much all my turn. <laughs> Poor Buon. Uh, Abraxas, you're up. What do you want to do? Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, oh, Lord. Uh, Abraxas has already dropped the sh- his Warhammer for, for casting. Now he's dropping the shield. Brings out... Uh, you haven't seen him use it since uh, outside of practicing in the evenings. Brings out his bow. Uh, takes aim with one of the arrows and lets it fly. Hope- hopefully it will do the trick. Oh, that's 17 on the die, so one can hope. What's the range on it? 110. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is a composite longbow, so he takes a mighty draw, and he's been practicing in human form and hybrid form just to make sure he has it, the technique down. So that is a, a 23, then. Okay, that will be a miss. And he strikes one of the trees. Ah, damn it, I never thought I'd have to shoot through things. Um, and he just readies another arrow. Creatures at every turn. Pippa, you're up. What do you want to do? She creeps from the tree that she had been hiding behind when it was faced a different way, and she runs up to sort of the next one farther down peeks out behind it and lets loose another set of magic missiles because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Too right. 14. Ow! Yes. Damn. She just reaches around and she just like, with a swiping motion, she like brings her hand back and seems to hurl three bolts of light. You see the levitate get dismissed and she floats down to the ground and she starts wiping the tar off and as the free action she moves the rainbow over Kuneho and Andromeda. So if you two want to roll me a will save. 17. I failed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20, 28. That was a waste of a fucking 20. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Andromeda as always is fine. Poor Buon is fascinated again. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Well, I know what I'm doing. My turn. <laughs> Buwan and, and, and Kuneo just keep waking, waking each other up. Yep. Uh, Andromeda, it is your turn. Oh, my gosh. That is bad. Uh, as a swift action, Andromeda sweeps her hands uh, towards herself and then forward. And the size of the Path of Glory expands. And then I will cast spiritual weapon so right next to 
this four-headed lady hears a scythe and it immediately takes a big swang. Got a 32. That's a hit. And max damage. So plus soup. 11 points of damage. Okay. Force damage. Okay. And... Okay. Buwan, you're up again. Well, you're asleep again, but... Well, Kuneho is fascinated, so Buon is going to shake Kuneho, and then I guess that's it. Braxis, you're up. Oh, man, he's not a happy camper. <sighs> he wants to go charging, but he knows it won't be long before the thing comes back, and it'd be better to be in the path of glory than out of the way. Uh, so <laughs> just like with his <laughs> hammer and shield, drops the bow, um, grabs in, has like just the smallest bit of little lobster t- lobster shell left, and I just l- licks it, and it um, <laughs> casts his magic, pooling its energy, and he becomes Lobster Braxis as his fur turns chitinous. <laughs> nice. Uh, just like a crustacean, and now he has his crustacean carapace ready to go. And he's going to give a little bit of space between him and Buon because he knows that damn rainbow cloud is basically pestering him left and right every round. So he's just a little space between them. And uh, with that, he's just growling and and bracing himself for the next volley of crap from this creature. All right. Pippa, you're up. Magic missile again, baby. Burning through those level one spells. I got seven of them now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Might as well have some fun. <laughs> so yeah, out from behind her tree, three more bolts of light shoot towards the four-headed lady for 14 points of damage. Ow. Pippa is definitely the one doing the most damage. Just go away. Yeah. <laughs> Does that in Pippa's turn? Yeah. Speaking of Pippa... You all of a sudden feel right behind you a small whiff of air. Her eyes just pop, like go super wide. As you see this monstrous, but actually for real sake, medium-sized creature standing. Well, no, actually to you, it's a large creature. Mm-hmm. This large creature just barreling over you. And that ends its turn. Andromeda, you're up. I said go away. <laughs> I said. <laughs> no one listens Not to me. follow. First and foremost, I will expand my path of glory as always. And the spiritual weapon is going to take its swings. 27 to hit and then 23. 27 yes, 23 no. Okay, so it's another max damage, another 11. Andromeda is going to carefully shift around Buon. Touching him as she goes so that he, like, knows she's there, <laughs> basically. And uh, step out in front of him, as well as Kuneho. Just so she's sort of putting a barrier between herself and Buon and this lady. This time I'm going to cast Guidance on Buon. <laughs> All right. Buon, you're up. I think Buon just says, Andromeda, point me at her. <laughs> Okay. I hold, I basically hold his <laughs> wrist and like hold his hand out for him. 
<laughs> I'm like looking. I'm like looking down at like it's the barrel of a gun. I'm like standing right against his shoulder and like looking down his, yeah. his arm, uh, with one eye closed at his finger. And I'm like, yeah, right about there. And then I pat him on the arm. <laughs> okay, so you both get a uh, reflex saving throw, <laughs> which I assume you'll both get. Thirty-two. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, she it's has an insane though, reflex. Right? Mine's a 19, though. I didn't roll very well. Oh, you still beat it. Oh, phew. Okay, so you're both going to take half damage. He has a little wolfy grin, and it's just like a little oh, whisper. Wait, it's like, all right, we took this shot. Good job. <laughs> he had no idea either one of you were there. <laughs> <laughs> God, <no>. Just <laughs> not oh. at all. Technically, Andromeda took the shot. <laughs> <laughs> I was using him like a gun. <laughs> just, just cock the arm. Uh, only 14 points of damage, and then half would be seven points of cold iron. Hey, that's something. Hey, there you go. Something. Ow. None of us, especially for a blind, especially for a blind fool. That's pretty exactly, good. Exactly, you blind. <laughs> you see, two of her, sides of her face are just riddled with, with these little pebbles as you cast that, and uh, she's not happy with you. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah. well, Kuneha is going to come bounding up yeah. afterwards and uh, put okay. themselves in front and just do us another slam. Take it to Slam Town. Abraxas, did you Population. take any of that damage? Holy shit! Oh my god! Oh no! Natural one. Natural oh one. Oh my god! Oh shit! Abraxas, Palmia, critical <laughs> fail. You're tired. Fuck. <laughs> What? Oh shit! This is, well, it's not as bad. Wide open. You are flat-footed for one round. Oh, that's not as bad. God, Kuneho is always getting wrecked. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Kuneho still annoying. <laughs> okay, does that end Kuneho's turn? Um, yeah, my turn's done. Praxis, you're up. All right, I see you're no longer a flame. You've made a foolish choice coming back. Well, the foolish <laughs> choice was attacking us. He charges forward. I feel he's a Swiss army person. It's so funny as he used to be a fang and claw kind of guy. And now he's just shedding weapons left and right. So he has like littered with weapons on the floor. So as he's running, he brings out this gigantic great sword and charges swinging his huge blade. Yeah. Yeah, you're Ooh. going through all your, your weapons. Swiss army of Braxis. I know, 19 on the dice. Oh, yeah, oh. 19. Yes. Make up for my one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was like, 19. I was like, it's one off, but I'm so excited to get just close to 20. It's still good. <laughs> so that's 31 yeah. to hit. That will definitely hit. You know, hold on, let me just double check. I've never used a great sword, or I haven't used a great sword in a while. Um, yeah, double check that really crit range. <gasps> that's a critical. It's a yes! 19 to 20. Critical it's a crit threat. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Okay, okay. Great sword. That's what I thought. Oh, ooh. But I didn't want okay, to say. They, so you did oh, counteract my sweet. natural and one. Then that's a oh, <laughs> 28 to confirm. Let me see. We know that. That confirms. One immediately followed by a crit. <laughs> so pull me a critical hit yes. card there, Angel. That's how we roll. <laughs> I think this brings my, my confirms to like a total of three now. <laughs> Uh, 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 all right, right from the middle. Carve your initials. Normal damage and target suffers from humiliation and may only attack you. 
oh, hey, that's a good one for Whoa. Hubbard. I'm always trying to get him just to attack me. Yeah, that's lucky because uh, Pippa was, was going to get one, two, three, four, five, six attacks. Holy so, shit. I'm no figure. Uh, Let me do I mean, my damage here. That makes sense considering how many arms she has. Too many mm. arms. Far too many arms. Yeah. So that's a total of 51 points of damage. He charges in thrust and puts a big old A on their back. And just as they finish, they do a little Nick cosmetic, but nothing game mechanics, and do a Nick right on their eye and gives them a little wink. In Defraxis' turn? Yes. Pippa, you're up. What are you going to do? So uh, Pippa kind of scooches over to the side, seeing that Abraxas has distracted her pretty thoroughly, I'm sure, with that fantastic... Well, with two of the heads. Slam. (laughs) And she moves, she scoots over to the side closer to Conejo and reaches out with one hand and a beam of red hot light, white hot light, just erupts from her hand and hits... Potentially, you know, ideally. <laughs> oh no! Wow! Yeah, that's a thirteen. So okay, that is a fail. Yeah. So. Yes. God damn it! <sighs> At least it wasn't a one. Natural two. <laughs> true. That's yeah. true. That is better than a natural yes, one. Yeah. Wow! Especially for I magic. W- a wasted second level spell on that roll. All right, get these attacks in. She turns to Abraxas with her masterwork longsword she gets ready to let loose five attacks so let's see the first oh, one you look better with that ice scar anyway I'll give your <laughs> other heads a matching one soon my dear <laughs> 38 38 does hit if I had my shield it wouldn't have but what are you going to do 37 37 does yeah my ACs are a lot lower right now because I have my two handed weapon two of three hits have gone through but thank God she can only hit you. <laughs> only five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Only Abraxas. That's a critical threat. Let's see if it confirms. Oh. Uh, uh, before 30. it confirms, I turn that last one into a one. I forgot it's a new day. I make it I make it a two. Okay. <laughs> Time adjusts really quick where I cut a little bit to the left instead. And it drops down on their eye just enough to not confirm. And the last hit. 35. Uh, that does hit. So four hits. Oh my gosh. 12. 14. 16. And 10. Hits in the side of his flesh and he's just like gritting his teeth against it. Andromeda, you are up. This creature is looking haggard. She has little pebbles in her face. She has cuts from a massive gash from Abraxas. She has a bunch of magic missiles that have been shot into her chest numerous times. Uh, There's a little bit of burning. He's been tarred and feathered. First and foremost, having seen Abraxas get hit four flippin' times, uh, Andromeda pushes the Path of Glory out in his direction. So it is now lighting up his square. You light up my square. (laughs) It is also lighting up her square, but she don't get nothing from it. So (laughs) only allies. Thank you. And thing number two, my beautiful scythe is going to hit for sure at least once. Uh, And then the second time, no, 
It definitely hits. It's a 17. Uh, so 30. Oh. Uh, 32. 32 hits. The second one is an 18. So it does not hit. Only four plus one. So, Jess. Yeah. What does it look when your spiritual weapon kills this creature? Ooh, yes. Yes. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, man. First, first kill of the dungeon. Actually, I don't know. I don't remember now if I've killed anything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is my first kill in the dungeon. The spiritual weapon does force damage, so it's more or less like she's being battered from the inside. Ooh. And yeah, as it swings through, it's as though it, it phases through her and like hits something inside of her and you hear cracking of bones and things like that um, as it tears through her body. Just, damn. You don't see anything external. Like, there's no slicing. Not like you would with an actual scythe. But <laughs> it, it just, it's like being hit with a bat on the inside. Um, and it just breaks all her ribs. And, yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Drops to the floor. Oh, my God. I thought that was going to be so much worse than it was. Thank well done. Goodness. Oh, yeah. Totally oh, burned through burn through spells and resources still too it's just not one of those where it's like okay you're, you're easy to take down it's we we, we had to be strategic i i, I shed so much used weapons yeah we used a lot of like, stuff hey guys the fantastic world's podcast oh, is a fantastic oh. production. i thought you were gonna say you're all level nine i know <laughs> i hope you enjoyed the show and if you can't get enough of the fwp crew we recommend connecting with the fantastic community. You can do so by joining the conversation on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links and access to all of these on our website at fantasticworldspod.com. Want even more of the FWP crew? Consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin, your game dad master. You can find me at Dustin Alexander on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Abby, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine. This is Angel. You can find me at Espinoza916. This is Jess, Ashura Destroyer. You can find me <laughs> at Hank the Clank. <laughs> and this is Logan, who has fascinated a bunch. You can find me at Main Even Man blind, Logan. So somehow, I don't Even know how blind, that works exactly, but it happens. What Poor up, Logan, just almost every round. You, you can't <laughs> see. You're, you keep rolling. Just the dice are not in your favor today. It's been a bad dungeon for you. You lost your ear. <laughs> the song was composed and played by Amy Hankinson. <laughs> Thank you, Sirenscape, for using your sound effects and music. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and help spread the words to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Till next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Klong. The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission. 
Why don't I just take the eyes from the next person we kill? Yeah, take some eyes. Great. And I'll surgically love it. Place them inside of you. (laughs) We don't even have to replace my old eyes. We can just attach them next to boobs. I'll attach them in your yeah. I will widen your (laughs) eye sockets. God. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) We have the okay. We have who's the archer that helped us out during early campaign? Nadia. We have Nadia, Ardesia, and now Fang. This person. So we're we're just about a full party for replacements. I think we also have Fang Thrasher. Oh, Fang Thrasher! Oh, boom! (laughs) New party assembled. (laughs) Fang Thrasher, six arm lady with fangs, Ardesia, and Nadia. Sounds great. Done. (laughs) Done. They'll save the world. We could retire. We could leave it up to them. Yeah. Like you know what? I'm now. I'm sick of this. I'm going home. (laughs) <laughs> oh, wait. Isn't Argentea back too? Oh, oh she yeah. is back. Yeah, I just forget about her all the time. Why do all my spells have to be so complicated? I see the way everybody else has <laughs> oh, spells that are normal. <laughs> I'm so fucking jealous. <laughs> has spells that are effective. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>